0: Welcome back to another episode of Daily. As we finish the second chapter of Daniel, the previous segment ended with Nebuchadnezzar ordering all the wise men in bubble to be killed. We'll begin with verse 13. Daniel and his friends were amongst those who were to be executed. Daniel tactfully approached Ariach, the chief executioner. In verse 15, he asked, why does the king feel such a sense of urgency for all of us to be killed? Ariach said, the mitzvah explains that the stargazer's didn't ask the king for more time, but told him the request was impossible. Daniel went to the king to ask for more time to come up with the dream and its proper meaning. He told Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah the situation and asked them to daven for Hashem's mercy to be to be able to fulfill the king's demand so that their lives would be saved. In verse 19, Hashem revealed the mystery to Daniel in a Echolam, a nocturnal vision. Daniel thanked and blessed God for revealing the mystery. In verse 20, he says such things as, Let the name of God be blessed throughout all the worlds, for wisdom and power are his. Daniel told the chief executioner to hold off on the killings. Bring me to the king, and I'll tell you. I'll tell him the dream and its meaning. Aryoch rushed Daniel to the king and told him that he found a Jewish man who could solve his mystery. The king called Daniel by his Babylonian name Belshazzar and asked if he really knows the dream and its meaning. Daniel didn't take any credit for the wisdom. He proclaimed that there is a God in heaven who chose to reveal the dream and its meaning about what will happen at the end of days. Daniel affirmed that he was only shown the answer to the king's mystery because God, who controls our thoughts, chose him on behalf of Nebuchadnezzar to endow him with this knowledge. Now for the dream. Again, it's important to remind everyone, this is just a recording of what happened, but the Svarim of Nach are open for all who want to learn deeper. In front of the king, there appeared a huge, extra extraordinarily bright and fearsome statue. The head was gold, the breasts and arms were silver, its belly and thighs were copper. It had legs of iron with feet made of iron and clay mixed together. As he washed, a huge uncut stone appeared and struck the statue's feet. The entire statue proceeded to crumble, becoming like powder on a threshing floor, while the wind blew it away without leaving a trace. The stone which struck the statue grew until it became a mountain which filled the entire earth. Daniel gave the following interpretation. Essentially, the statue and its various parts represent Klai four exiles, while the stone that destroyed the statue is Am Yisrael. The head of gold was Nebuchadnezzar, whom Hashem chose to rule over the entire earth. The silver breasts breasts and arms represent inferior kingdoms, which will rule after Nebuchadnezzar, while the third kingdom of bronze will rule over the entire earth the fourth kingdom will be as strong as iron. It will crush and wreck everything, even the previous kingdoms. The feet made of mixed iron and clay symbolize the last kingdom will be split. Some parts will be strong and other parts will be weak. Certainly, there's much debate amongst the Muforshin about what all this means. Here's just the taste of what some of them say. Rav and the Ibn Ezra explain that the fourth kingdom is Islam and the Muslim religion, which will wreck havoc at the the end of days, the legs being made of iron and clay represent Both strength and weakness, Rome is made up of a mixture of Christianity and Islam, which will have both weak and strong parts. This symbolizes Islam's inability to totally conquer Rome, which is Christianity and the Western world. Additionally, the mixture of clay and iron in the feet represent the mixing of the strong and weak, the interrelationship and marriage, so to speak, of Islam and Christianity who will try to affect one another. Alternatively, some of the Mephorshim explain even though Yishma'al and Edom will intermarry, they will not really love each other despite their attachment. Although no one knows the deeper meaning here, it's possible to say that this can apply to us. Over the last 15 years, the Arab world has risen to be among the superpowers, both in terms of Iran and the terrorism which has infested the world. America and the Western world, which are ostensibly Rome and Christianity, in a certain way has joined with Iran and the Arab world, sort of like a cat and mouse. The cat is forever joined with the mouse in an attempt to catch it. We're living in amazing times, seeing events predicted long, many, many years ago. The end of the interpretation of the dream is that the stone which smashed the statue is none other than the hand of God who will establish his kingdom on earth forever. It will crush all the kingdoms which are man-made, unlike the rock which was made by God himself. King Nebuchadnezzar was so impressed by Daniel's interpretation that he actually prostrated himself to him saying, your God is truly the God of all gods. Daniel was promoted to be governor and prime minister over all the wise men in Babylon Daniel appointed Hanania, Mishael, and Azariah to be the governors, while he focused on being the chief advisor to the king. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Nach Daily. Stay tuned for the next one. Thank you for listening, and have a wonderful day.